Fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. It is that time again. It is a Friday, the greatest day of the entire week. You're excited. I'm excited. You scream. I scream. We all scream for ice cream or Friday in some way, shape, or form. Welcome into the program. This is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening, or podcasting, or typing, or doing whatever you do. We appreciate you, and welcome aboard for a Friday. Lots to get to today to talk about. I tell you, the Biden administration has gone the longest in, well, since really media was able to interview presidents, the longest time without doing a sit-down one-on-one chat with the mainstream media in some way shape or form not doing a radio interview not doing a sit-down with fox or with cnbc or with a cnn or msnbc or any none of them he hasn't sat down with any of them he barely even does a press conference when he does do a press conference he goes up there he fumbles his way through it with the teleprompter It would be easier just to turn the teleprompter around so we could read it ourselves and know what he's trying to say. And then he takes pre-screened calls with a list of who he's supposed to call on if he even does that. I mean, if it was a really long speech, then he's really tired and can't stand on his feet for much longer and he just turns around and wobbles off. But if he's able to, he'll take a couple pre-screened calls or uh, pre-screened calls, pre-screened calls and answers from the media. And then he goes off and does his thing. He has not done an unscripted one-on-one chat in a re- really since he became president, like a year. So he finally tried, which makes sense, right? I mean, we have the lowest approval ratings for the Biden administration right now. So how did he do? And where did he do it? Was it with Fox News? Of course, it wouldn't be Fox News. Did he do it with, let's say, CNN? Was it CNN? No, no, wasn't. wasn't them. Okay, was it? Okay, it was MSNBC. He sat down with... Uh, one of the C- MSNBC hosts, no? I mean, I figured it was going to be Jen Psaki, right? Because that's where she went after being the press secretary for the White House. Was it? No, wasn't that one. No, in fact, it was a late-night talk show with Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Jimmy Kimmel, the not-so-funny guy on late-night talk shows that try to crack the jokes. I tell you, I have not watched a late-night talk show since Craig Ferguson went off the air. If anybody remembers Craig Ferguson, he was the only one that I enjoyed. I'm not a late-night talk show guy. Johnny Carson, I was not old enough to enjoy. Uh, David Letterman, I did not enjoy. Maybe a little bit of Jay Leno, and I appreciate him because he's somewhat conservative and he's kind of a neat guy. Craig Ferguson, though, the one that was after David Letterman for about 10 years, was the best one. The Scotsman, and he had his uh, sidekick robot guy, and it was hilarious. It was just cheesy, it was stupid, and it was funny, and I enjoyed it. But Jimmy Kimmel sat down with President Joe Biden yesterday, last night, to talk about the issues because, well, the Biden administration's hurting in the ratings, like to a really bad degree. They are panicking beyond belief, and they're trying to ram through some certain legislation, so why not go up, try and do a little push for the Democrats, get the clapping seals in the crowd to actually stand up and think like he's really kind of a popular guy, and then lie 
through your absolute teeth. Like, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this and play on it, but I have to bring it up. I mean, we have to. When they lie, they just take it to an entirely new level. For example, the first thing right out of the bat, he's like, can I ask you some tough questions? You know, Fox News wants me to ask you tough questions, Mr. President. So I'm going to ask you some tough questions. Guns. Why do Republicans hate gun control? I guess, I mean, just to get into it, why haven't we done anything about this? Well, I think uh, a lot of it's intimidation uh, by the NRA. And uh, look, this is not your father's (laughs) Republican Party. This is a, a MAGA party. It's a very different a, a very different Republican Party. And, uh, and so you find people who uh, are worried, I believe, that if they vote for rational gun policy, they're going to be primaried and they're going to they're gonna lose in a hard right Republican primary. I'm not going to get into the details of what he said because it's just ridiculously stupid, but you talk about the guy who says he likes to unite the party and he's a president for Republicans and Democrats alike. He's for both sides of the aisle, which we knew at the beginning was a load of crap, as he says, a bunch of malarkey. But that's what he tries to say. But this man, he didn't hold anything back now. He's getting a little antsy. Oh, you know, we haven't done anything because Republicans, Republicans, baby, they are the ones that are stopping it because it's not your mom and pops and your grandpa's Republican Party. You're damn right it's not. It's a conservative party, which we're going to weed out some of the moderate hacks because we're sticking. When they continue to extend the pendulum further to the left, we're holding our ground that to them makes us look more extreme, but you can see where we're going with this. But he's now all just full-on Republicans are absolutely evil. How dare Republicans try and stop what he calls common-sense gun legislation. So, Again, Jimmy Kimmel being the not-so-bright genius, but he can get away with it because no one's going to call him out on it. Hey, what do we do about this? Can't you issue an executive order? Trump passed those out like Halloween candy, yes, I think. It, well, it, I isn't that something that... Okay, <laughs> all right. Before we get into the answer from Joe Biden, can't you just sign an executive order? Trump did it all the time. He was handing them out like candy. He loved executive orders. There was no one that liked him more than... He sounds almost like Donald Trump. He handed out more executive orders than anybody on the face of the earth. It was beautiful. It was a wonderful thing. We've signed more than we ever did before. Just to let you know, by the way... Um, Trump signed a total of 220 executive orders in four years. He averaged about 55 executive orders a year. That's on the higher end for sure. As conservatives, we don't like that either. You know how many Joe Biden has signed in his first year and a half? A little over a year? He signed 90, which averages out for the time that he's been in office right now, 67 executive orders per year. Just to put that into perspective, Jimmy Kimmel, I know that you're not going to be questioned on this and countered on it because you don't care and you don't care about facts or truth. You're a late-night talk show that has less ratings than what CNN Plus actually had, but I digress. Hey, Joe Biden, why can't you just sign an executive order? What happened? Well, I, I, I have issued executive orders within the power of the presidency to be able to deal with these, everything having to do with guns, gun ownership, whether or not you have to have a waiting, all, all the things that are within my power. But what I don't want to do, and I'm not being facetious, I don't want to emulate Trump's abuse of the Constitution and constitutional authority. And <laughs> Unlike Trump, we're to, see, this is, when you say that it's not scripted, you know it's scripted. Joe Biden would not, in any way, shape, or form, have 
the ability, the cognitive ability, let alone the spine, to go onto a talk show unscripted and just wing questions and take it even in friendly territory. He wouldn't be able to handle something like that. So you know this is scripted. They wanted to mention executive orders. Who mentions that during a during a you know ten minute interview with the president of the United States? Hey, how many executive orders have you had? What can you do about this? That was scripted. He wanted to take the shot. And again, lie through your teeth all you want. You're averaging 67 a year. Trump was averaging 55 a year. So talk about the restraints of constitutional power on the executive branch. You've broken every one of them. But like children, when you get caught in a lie, you deflect and you don't look in the mirror, but you try to deflect what your issues are onto the other person that you don't like. Last one here before we move on, because this is stupid, but uh, we have to call them out on this garbage because this is their PR stunt. Now, Joe Biden, remember, they did a PR uh, stunt, what, a couple of months ago where they went on to like some young TikTok apps uh, with people that have like 100 million followers on TikTok. And they did a couple interviews there trying to push on why gas prices were high then when it was about to hit $4 and everybody was losing their minds. Now we're like, oh, it's $5. I guess we'll just have to suck it up and deal with it. But then... He reached a lot of people. This, I don't know how many people he's actually reaching. Got to be honest. Don't know how many people he's actually winning over here by just blaming Republicans, saying he's staying within his constitutional power, which is just laughable. And then he says this. You often get asked, look, the Republicans don't play it square. Why do you play it square? Yeah. Well, well, guess what? If we do the same thing they do, our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. Well, I mean, yeah. Not a joke. And I, I understand that argument, but also it's like you're playing Monopoly with somebody who, you know, won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules. And how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules? Well, you've got to send them to jail, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, nice little zing there. What are you talking about? Man. I don't pay attention to late night talk shows and I didn't even know if I wanted to play any of these on the program because they are so absurdly stu- like they're laughable stupid on how bad that dialogue is trying to sound authentic, trying to desperately reach out to a new crowd for them to support him with the few clapping seals that are in the crowd trying to support Joe Biden like he's actually got some type of movement here. And it flopped and failed miserably for the first presidential sit-down, one-on-one sit-down that he's done in over a year for the longest stint that a president has gone without actually being transparent and talking to the media. And this is what we get. This is what we get. Lies about the Republican Party. Lies about the Republicans cheating. What have we cheated on in any way, shape, or form? We have followed the rules, and that's the restraint that we have while you're out burning down cities with Antifa and Black Lives Matter and all these other ridiculous extreme radical organizations threatening to actually go and shoot up a uh, Supreme Court justice because they won't change their opinion on the abortion case that was leaked about their opinions. You have that group that doesn't abide by the laws. And then, oh, by the way, when they get in trouble, you have the vice president when she was running for vice president, to actually campaign and try and fundraise to bail them out of jail after they've done all these absurd things. And then you have the gonads, you have the spine, you have the audacity to blame that Republicans aren't following the rules when the rules of engagement are there for the world of politics. That's what we're up against here, blaming us. I have no clue what he's talking about, which I don't need to because I don't care what he says anyways, but there are... The, the fraction of the population out there that actually is going to take this and be like, wow, I had no clue what was going on right now.
I had no clue Republicans were so malicious. I had no clue that they were so bad. Wow, Joe Biden really has a lot going against him because, like usual, the progressives love to play the victim. Their policies haven't been implemented, not because it's unpopular, but because Republicans are playing dirty games in D.C. to stop it. The Democrats don't have better inflation rates or better gas prices, not because they've made horrible policy decisions, but because they're the victims of Republicans obstructing their agenda, not letting it go far enough. It's the rhetoric that we heard from Barack Obama. Remember that? Well, I would love to be able to do this, but I can't because there's Republicans over here and, you know, oh, they're the ones holding it up. We're going to shut down the government for doing the most radical budget on the face of the earth. And we're going to shut down the government if we don't pass it. And if we don't pass it, then you just need to call the Republicans because the Republicans are the ones obstructing it. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Maybe we should have a rational conversation about a real budget. No, no. You need to pass this one or else you are the problem. You want to know how to how out of touch the Democrats actually are? Here's the latest from MSN.com. Governor Gavin Newsom out of the state of California, because he won going into the primaries just last week uh, or earlier this week, I believe, in California, and he was able to stay on the ballot. He won overwhelmingly with his recall election that happened on the ballot. Now, MSN, he did so well with this big win in California, it's time for him to consider running for president of the United States. This is... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is Governor Gavin Newsom we're talking about in California. Why? Because they don't have anybody else. Joe Biden's a failure. Kamala Harris is a failure. Nancy Pelosi's about out right now. Uh, Pete Buttigieg was going to be the next up, and he failed miserably with the Department of uh, Transportation trying to get the money out for the infrastructure bill. Yet he's dead and gone anyways. That's why you don't hear from him any longer either. They don't have anybody. So Gavin Newsom, hey, radical guy over there. You want to run? You did well in California. You'd be popular in the rest of the country. Go for it. The state of the Democrats, man. They're desperate. And it's fun to watch. It really is. But, man, the lies, the lies just spewing out of them are a little scary at times. Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting. So I've been getting a couple comments on a few different platforms about why we haven't talked about the January 6th hearings going on in Washington, D.C. Here's a couple reasons. Yes, I have been watching them. Yes, I have been paying attention to them. And they're exactly what we anticipated. They brought in a CEO, former CEO of a mainstream media TV outlet to try and flash it up to make it a docu-series, to make it a semi-60 like minutes docu-drama with different media and different uh, different videos that they have compiled for themselves to look really good and for Republicans and the quote-unquote MAGA crowd and the Trump supporters to look really, really bad. And that's about it. It is complete lies. It's complete distraction. It's completely stupid, and we're not going to buy into it. So I'm not going to talk much about it on the program because I don't want to give it any more airtime than it's already getting. It's going into prime time. Uh, on the media, and they want to broadcast this thing to try and really let things out, and nothing's coming out that we didn't already know, and then the rest of it is just manipulation and lies. So we'll talk a little bit about it after the bottom of the hour here in a few minutes, but I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that. Hey, by the way, as you know, we not only are on multiple radio stations and some TV places and our podcasting, but we also stream our video on OpsLens. For those that are watching on OpsLens, welcome. We love you guys that don't watch that. You can check it out. You can always watch our video stream if you're on social media on OpsLens' page, O-P-S-L-E-N-S. They also have their website that live streams it. They also have their app that you can download for completely free, and you can watch it on there as well and leave comments. They have their chat room there on the OpsLens app that you can watch the feed and comment there, which I do check throughout the show as well. So you can check all that stuff. Well, OpsLens... Those guys are awesome. They're actually going to be doing a stream coming up this weekend, tomorrow on Saturday. And if you have the opportunity, definitely, highly recommend you check this out. So they're down in Dallas, Texas for a celebrity softball game that's supporting veterans. And Ron Hammond, the head of OpsLens, we need to get him on the program. We have yet to have the head of OpsLens actually on the show. He's been in the military. He's done a lot of stuff, and he's a super busy guy. But uh, he is down in Dallas. He's going to be part of the Celebrity Softball Game, and they're doing that for veterans. You can watch it live because OpsLens is going to be live streaming it. And it's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be live streamed on the OpsLens website and app. There will also be a button where you can donate to the charity for the veterans as well while you watch the game. And the proceeds go to them. And you're supporting OpsLens by watching and, and supporting those guys as well. So check it out. It's going to be the veterans softball game, celebrity softball game. It's going to be tomorrow. And you can find that live streamed on the OpsLens app or on the website. Again, OPSLENS.com. Go and check it out. And I, I love what those guys do. Because if you don't know what the website is that streams us, they uh, pick up different shows throughout the country 
and they broadcast it live, just like they broadcast ours. Now, the majority of them are Second Amendment shows, gun shows. Armed American Radio, which uh, Mark Walters, him and I are good friends, and I fill in for him most of the time, and I'm on there at least every week or a couple of weeks on his program as well. Uh, They're on there, a few other wonderful shows. There's some fun, like... uh, conspiracy shows or out out there shows there's shows that are on newsmax or on uh, real america's voice that are on the app as well and then we're lucky enough and we're honored to be on that uh, program broadcasting as well where we get a lot of really great feedback and a lot of really great listeners so we appreciate that we love ops lens we love you guys to death go check out what they're doing this coming up weekend tomorrow with the veterans softball uh, uh adult softball tournament down in dallas that's supporting the veterans organization watch the stream live donate that is tax deductible to be able to donate to that as well. All right, when we come back, kind of a special treat for you. We are going into election season, and I'm sure how many show of hands, I want to see how many show of hands of individuals that have watched the new documentary, 2,000 Mules. The voter fraud that potentially happens here in the country, what can we do about it? There are ways to fix it. There are ways to stop the fraud. There are ways to make sure that it's not going to happen again. It takes some time and it takes some work, but it needs to be done and it's not done at the federal level. What do you mean, Andy? We'll talk about that when we come back here with our guest right around the corner. It's a Friday here on The Voice of Reason. Let's get you set for the weekend. What do you say? Lots more coming up. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the Voice of Reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at hoosiermedia.com. Again, that's hoosiermedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five-pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation one radio listener at a time. Always a pleasure to have you along for the ride today. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. So, elections coming up for midterms 2022. Obviously, what's the big concern? Well, as we saw with Mike Lindell, with the concerns about the electronic side of it, with Dinesh D'Souza's documentary that just came out on 2000 Mules regarding the uh, drop boxes that are going on all over the nation and the potential rigging of them that we know has been going on for years. Come on. We know it. How can we stop this stuff? And let me give you a hint. It's not going to be from the federal government that's going to solve those issues government can't solve anything in fact they always make them worse when they do get involved so uh i usually don't do this 
But I felt like I wanted to today because it's some really great information. Obviously, since we broadcast more than just in the state of Kansas, that's where I'm based out of, out of Wichita. But since we're all over the country with podcast listeners and live streaming and other radio stations outside of the state, uh, I wanted to still bring him on because I thought it was an extremely important conversation to have. He's a really good friend of mine. He's a former state representative here in Kansas, and he's now currently the Secretary of State for the state of Kansas, Scott Schwab, as I sat down with him just a couple of days ago to talk about the election fraud and his response to his thoughts on the 2000 mules with the drop boxes. Now, I want to preface this by saying that Kansas needs to be the example moving forward for all these states. If you want to stop what happened with 2000 mules, you stop it with how we do things here in the state of Kansas, not to not to brag a little bit, but we're kind of awesome on this front. Between our former Secretary of State, Chris Kobach, and our current Secretary of State, Scott Schwab, we nailed it. The election bill shortly after the 2020 election that Georgia passed, remember that one where the Major League Baseball All-Star game got moved because they couldn't handle voter, you know, uh, trying to limit voters in the state, which didn't happen because they had a record turnout for the primaries already, so that was cute. Uh, they based their laws in Georgia largely off of what we did here in the state of Kansas. Uh, other states, and by the way, they moved the All-Star game from Georgia to Colorado, where Colorado already had a lot of the laws, the election laws that we already had in Kansas and that they had and that Georgia was trying to pass, but it was more of a political stunt of we can't believe you're doing this after the election, so how do you we're going to move it, but we moved it to a state that already had those laws in place, so that didn't make a whole lot of sense. So our very own Secretary of State, Scott Schwab, my Secretary of State, Scott Schwab in the state of Kansas, talks about how our laws are here in Kansas and what other states should or could be doing to prevent things like happened and that you see in 2000 mules we're talking about Kansas secretary of state scott schwab let's talk about uh how this ties in as well with the new documentary that came out that's caused a lot of conversation and i love the documentary i think it's a fantastically done uh video by dinesh d'souza with 2000 mules uh i did see right after the movie came out that you did send a press release out and uh, an email out to people that subscribe to to that regarding 2000 mules and how it relates to us here in the state of Kansas, where because of these things that we just talked about, some of these uh, these measures, that while we may see the videos of people dropping in 80 ballots into a drop box in Atlanta, Georgia, that's not something that we need to be too terribly concerned about here in Kansas. Right. We it, Ballot harvesting was banned a few years ago. Yeah. So Which is not, so good. I'm so glad we it, got rid of that. It was, it, it, was, it was helpful. And then the other part is the, the measures we have. So everything he said, we do. First off, um, you have to ask for an advanced mail ballot. It's not automatically sent. Sure. We have voter ID for advanced mail ballots. We were one of the only states in the country that had that. Mm -hmm. Plus, we have signature verification. Plus, we have, a, and here's what he doesn't have that we have on ours. If someone turns in your ballot for you, there's an affidavit that they have to sign to say they're turning in the ballot mm -hmm. for you so you have a, a ballot chain of custody. Sure. Also, our drop boxes have two locks on them, and it has to have two people of two different parties with two different keys to unlock and collect them, which, by the way, you're not getting that security at the post office, which is why we like to drop boxes <laughs> better than the blue ones outside the post office. Sure. Because this is a true story. We were in Russell, Kansas a month and a half ago in March, and they she had ballots that were mailed legally in October of last year that finally showed up at the clerk's office. Oh, my. If you're mailing your value them both ballot, that could be your ballot showing up too late. Yeah. And so this is why I tell folks when they bash drop boxes, man, if everybody, if all you can do is mail those ballots, 
suddenly there's going to be a lot of Republican votes not counted because Republic, yeah. there are more Republican voters that mail their ballot than there are Democrats that mail. Here in Kansas. That's in interesting. Kansas. It is. Because, you know, we're a rural community and sometimes, you know, getting to town is a bit of a haul. Sure. You got to make a day out of it to go and actually do something like that. Absolutely. And you're right. I mean, we talk about the inefficiencies of the post office being a government run entity of that sort. Uh, and I, I would feel more comfortable, I guess, dropping it in a Dropbox than putting it in the mail for sure. I still like to show up to the to the actual voting booth on that day. But yes. if that's what you have to do, then, yeah, I would probably choose that over putting it in the mail. Right. So because uh, and I'll, we'll, we've always said this, the best way to secure your ballot yeah. is you vote in person and you put it in the ballot box. That's the most secure way to vote. But some people have to do it another way. And I always like to talk about kind of like liberal Kansas because the post office is across the street from the courthouse. Sure. Okay, so if I put it in that drop box out in front of the post office, it gets sent to Santa Fe, New Mexico to get processed to show up across the street. Mm. Or you just put it in the box across the street. Yeah. And it's handled by Kansans that have t- taken an oath and trained to count and treat ballots. And it goes like this. And I always tell folks, treat your ballot like cash. Yeah. If I owed you $1,000 cash, do you want me to drop it in the mail or drop it off at your house? Yeah. Drop it off at the house. That's Drop right. it off at the clerk's office. That is very true. Uh, I'm also glad that we don't have anything like the same-day voter registration, which is yeah. something that the Democrats have pushed for for a very long time and I think opens up the door for opportunity as well. I, yeah, and actually, um, Democrat State Senator David Haley out of Wyandotte County has the best argument against it. Mm. because, And he called it um, riot voting. Let's say before a school election, I alter a video uh, uh, uh a photo of you in blackface and say, here's Andy Hoosier in blackface at a party last week. Right. Go register to vote tomorrow and vote this man out. <laughs> Three days after the election, you find out it was an altered photo and right. it was not true. Yeah. That's how you hijack an election. But you, you want people to say, no, you need to engage in this process in the voting deadline, which, by the way, voter registration deadline is July 12th. Yes. And if you're not 18, but you're going to be 18 by August 2nd, register to vote it will be received and you'll be able to vote this august so you don't have those young people you don't have to be 18 at the day of registration no you have to be 18 at the day of the election so perfect yeah so if you all those if you got seniors out there got grandkids out there go ahead and tell them hey register to vote and if you're gonna be 18 by august 2nd you're good to go it's the same thing for the in november as well sure and the other thing is if you're 16 you can work the poll if you when folks are like oh i'm worried about voter fraud Go be a poll worker. Yeah. Go be the eyes and the accountability on the election. Go through training. And if you're a teenager, it's great for a scholarship if you're going to apply for one for college. Oh, I like that. Now, with this movie as well, with the 2,000 mules and showing the concern with the drop boxes like that, what would it take to someone to try and actually steal or drop in a whole bunch <laughs> if it actually works? And if people want to be poll watchers, uh, if they're really that concerned about it, can they actual, actually watch the drop boxes as well? Yeah, they can. And most of our drop boxes have surveillance on them. Okay. You know, there's a few counties that can't afford it, but they're working on it. And sure. they probably have it ready for this year, but they're bolted to the ground again. They're locked. And normally they lock the box at seven o'clock, so you can't even put a ballot in there. Mm-hmm. Most people who are going to ballot harvest are going to put it in the mail because it's not secure and there's no cameras. Mm. That's why they're going to do it that way. But today, so it's like you can't print a ballot on your computer because sure. you don't have the, you know, if it's a barcode, watermark, or an alphanumeric code. And even if you could, you, it's not going to count because you got to get the security envelope from the clerk's office. So now you mm. broke into there. You broke two laws. But, okay, let's just say you did that. I'm that, that good. You yeah. are that good? Well, it still doesn't <laughs> count, Andy, because you didn't put a name on there. And if you did put a name on there, still doesn't count because it's not a registered voter. And if you did that, still doesn't count because they didn't ask for that ballot. 
And yeah. if you still did that, it still doesn't count because a signature didn't match. If sure. you could, if you're that good to get one ballot that was illegally cast, still doesn't count. You're going to be hiring them on to try and screen the other ones, like those FBI <laughs> guys hiring all the hackers. <laughs> Make them and a stuff white hat. Hackers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it still doesn't count because you don't know that person's driver's license number. And I like to. I don't even know my wife's driver's license number. I, like I said earlier, I got to pull mine out to look at it. Sure. So that's why when folks are worried about ballot stuffing. Kansas is on the cutting edge of keeping that secure, but yet it's still not hard to vote. Sure. It's not hard at all. Are you starting to see other states take the example and take the take the role that you guys are with different pieces of legislation and what you guys have for security measures? Yeah, we have. The Georgia law, a lot of that was mirrored off what we do in Kansas, mm. which I was surprised. Like, you're calling them racist, but you're not calling me racist because we've had this law in the books for years. And again, Laura Kelly voted for it. Um, it, and it's also Zing. interesting, the, the law they pass in Georgia is the same law basically they have in Colorado, mm-hmm. which is voter ID for advanced mail ballots. Okay. But the MLB moved the All-Star game from Georgia to Denver. To where Colorado, they had the yeah, same yeah. I was just going to mention that. Same I mean, law. yeah, they, they used our law to pass in Georgia for them to move from that one to go to the same place in Colorado just for the feel-good, I guess, politics of it. I don't understand I, I don't why think they, they read the bill. Yeah. It's, it's, it just became political and it wasn't necessary. Wow. So, but I'm just telling folks that say, you know, we get it from both sides. In the primary, there's voter fraud. Yeah. And then when their person wins, oh no, it was, it was a great election. When their person loses, they say it was voter fraud. Sure. Then we get in the general, if their person wins, that was a great election. And if they lose, oh, it's voter suppression. Mm. We don't do either. Right. And here's what the, the reason why the Democrats quit talking about voter suppression is they know Democrat turnout drops 18 to 12%. Because they say, well, they're just going to suppress my vote anyway. Right. And Democrats, they need Democrat turnout this year. That's why they're not talking about it. Sure. So flip side on Republicans, ours drops 18 to 12% if you talk about voter fraud and that you can't trust the Kansas election. Because they just don't even try. What's, right. the, what's, what's the point? And at that point, we lose value of them both because Republicans won't show up. So sure. this is why we're really out there telling folks, Kansas gets it right. Right. Go vote. And, it, you know, you have this populism out there saying, you know, you can't trust the election system. It's being hacked. I can't find anything, but you know it's there. And they stir up fear for political power or or money. Mm -hmm. But I'm a Reagan Republican. It's positive. The Supreme Court misread our Constitution. And as people of Kansas, we have a hope. It's positive that we can change that. Because of the security measures, your vote will count. So get out there and vote and go make your voice heard. All right, there it is. Bring some positive news, right? That's optimism, I think, as we are concerned about the fraud and the fraud that does go on out there. Kansas is getting it, baby. Rest of the states, we need to be working on the same. And when your state legislature does that, we can start cleaning up the voter fraud. And the 2,000 mules might actually go away. We'll talk some more about that when we come back. Wrapping up the show. Stay here. Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reasons throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I don't know if you notice or not on this program, we are doers, we are not complainers. We like to actually do something about the issues as opposed to just complain about it at the end of the bar to a bar stool and talk about it. No, we do it, and that's a way to do it. So I appreciate Kansas Secretary of State Scott Schwab. That was just a portion of an interview I had done for him for our local program here in the Wichita area, but I figured that I wanted to air some of that on this program to really talk about what Candace is doing, what other states are doing, and what can be done. While we are concerned about the electronic voting system that Mike Lindell talked about and Dominion and some of the issues there, you know what? There is a legitimate concern. Um, I haven't seen all the data, so whether you say there's voter fraud there, there's not voter fraud there, I'm just concerned about electronic voting machines in general. I like to use the old school ballot and show up on election day. I know that's challenging for some on the other side of the aisle because how dare you do that? You should go on and vote like three months ahead of time and then wonder why your vote didn't count or something. It just, uh, I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. But we have that issue. Then we have the 2000 Mules issue from uh, the Dinesh D'Souza documentary with people dropping in the ballots illegally into the drop boxes. Does that happen in other states? Darn Scipio does. We know it does. And the way we know it does is because they don't have the checks and balance system in place to verify and screen them to see whether they're legitimate or they're not legitimate, which is why I wanted to play that interview, because the things that we've done here in Kansas work. That's why Colorado has similar election laws. That's why Georgia recently just passed similar election laws, basing them loosely off of what we have done here. And that's why the Democrats are losing their minds, because now I, I'm telling you, you uh, the truth always comes out in the end. And right now the Democrats are getting exposed for what they've done. And they've done it for years. Stacey Abrams, the Democrat governor's candidate down in Georgia, she's losing her mind because they've we exposed the loophole that they were utilizing and taking advantage of with the electoral process for them to be able to get the victories. She was the one that really branded that style of fraudulent elections because if you remember in the last governor's race down in Georgia in the middle of the night, oh yeah, hold on, we totally forgot. We had like four trunks full of baskets full of mail-in ballots. We didn't even know about them. We forgot all about it. And then she still lost by a short margin and then tried to claim that there was some type of fraud in the system. When Georgia did pass their voter laws after the 2020 presidential election, 
every Democrat in Georgia, including Stacey Abrams, as the front runner on that one, realizing that the loophole that she was taking advantage of is starting to disappear because it's now been exposed, said that there was going to be voter suppression and that no one would turn out for the election because they wouldn't be able to. Well, we found out that was a complete fabrication and lie because the Georgia primary election that just happened a couple weeks ago had a record turnout on both sides of the aisle. So then she had to try and clarify a little bit and say, oh, sorry, it wasn't about people turning out. It was about the difficulty getting prepared to go and vote, going and registering to vote. It was the difficulty there. It wasn't about the turnout. It was about the suppression of the people having the ability to turn out, which, what? That doesn't make any sense because, obviously, if you were able to register and go through the process, then you were able to go and vote, and they turned out in record numbers, which means the record number of people went through the same process to get registered to actually go and do that bidding. So they're trying to talk out of two sides of their mouth, and we're winning the argument. When Here's the thing. We're doers. We're not complainers. When Democrats get angry and they don't like something that's going on in society, they go out and protest and hold a sign and argue with people and try and bully them and blackmail them and turn violent because they don't like it until they get their way, like the temper tantrum children. Us as the adults in the conversation, as the conservatives and Republicans and the Trump supporters and the MAGA crowd, when we don't like something, we go and handle it diplomatically and constitutionally, unlike Joe Biden saying that we just break all the rules, like he did with the Jimmy Kimmel interview, we don't do that. We go and actually solve it based on legislation, and then the Democrats get mad at why we're so good at passing legislation. Well, guess what? We have a grassroots movement that is bigger than you will ever have. We have the boots on the ground. We have the power at the local levels. We have three-quarters of the governor's races in the country. We have three-quarters of the state legislatures across the nation with Republican control. We can do things at the state level, and we're coming for you, federal government, not in a violent manner, but in a way to where you're going to be powerless because we're utilizing that Tenth Amendment and beefing up our state laws again. By the way, Governor Gavin Newsom, now that they're trying to push him to run for president because they're so unpopular at the left side of the aisle, yet he's sitting at like a 42% disapproval or a 42% approval rating, 38% disapproval rating in the state of California. So if you can't win over a vast majority of California, how the hell are you going to actually win in a national popular poll nationwide? Hey, by the way, remind you as well, Ops Lens, check them out this weekend. Watch the Veterans adult softball tournament going on in Dallas, Texas tomorrow on Saturday. You can check it out on the app and online at opslens.com. Go on and watch that. Donate to it as well. Donate to the Veterans Charity and support Opslens and their live stream of that one. Until then, we're back at it on Monday for another awesome week of The Voice of Reason and broadcasting and politics and advancing that conservative agenda. Until then, have a great weekend. We'll see you guys on the radio on Monday. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on 
religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course, yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.